Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening. The one thing we both have in common is muddy muddy boots. Can you picture an area of your garden covered in glorious wildflowers and buzzing with beneficial bees and beautiful butterflies? I definitely can. So in today's podcast, Keith and I are going to talk about how we can grow one. Keith, have you ever grown one? No, I haven't. Why not? Um, you love flowers. I, I, I love flowers. I do. Maybe <laughs> you know. Maybe one one day soon, I might. Next time I rip the the trial garden out, I might put a wildflower meadow in there. You should for the for the yeah. But this it, it's not as it, it's not as simple as it, it sounds. I mean, I have. Um, specified wildflower meadows in in my garden designs and the process of doing it is, is just not going out there with a packet of seeds and chucking them, them around. Down. No, I know. Well, we're just, just about to tell everyone that. It just doesn't work. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> and with all your fruit trees and vegetable beds, I guess there's not a lot of room in your no, there's not. garden except for that front area. Mm-hmm. Then maybe, yeah, maybe you should do that. But I think in my new garden I could find even a small area. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, the first step in this wildflower journey is to find a sunny, open spot in the garden. That Mm -hmm. is the most important thing to start with. It doesn't matter what shape or size the area is as long as it gets plenty of sun. Right? Am I right? Yes. Okay. The area would need to be completely cleared of grass. Yes. Weeds or vegetation. What is the best way to do that to avoid anything regrowing and overtaking the wildflowers? Okay. How does it work? Um, you, you need to you need to prepare that area, as you said, by eliminating all those um, grasses and weeds that you've got in that. So the first thing you would you would do is is you would you would work out the best way that you want to control the weeds or kill the weeds. Now, some people don't like like to use sprays even though there are some great organic sprays available that um, are from pine oil or from pelargonium oil or whatever else, not just, not just the glyphosate. Yep. Um, but what you then need to understand is that for every square metre of, of um, lawn or whatever you've got out there, there can be up to a million weed seeds sitting there just waiting, waiting. for the right conditions <laughs> to turn on and become problematic. Those- so I, uh, one great way of doing it is, is to either spray it or to put um, a component over that, over that grass that's going to rot and, and kill and suppress those weeds and to, to, to um, just rot those um, seeds out. Mm-hmm. And one method can be the wet newspaper method mm-hmm. where you put down thick sheets of wet newspaper over the whole area and then put a mulch over the top of that or cardboard? Can we? You can use cardboard. Yeah, you, you can actually use. You can. You know, I've seen people use use carpet. Well, you know, not nylon carpet, oh. but a, you know, like a woolen carpet, a Berber or something else, an old Berber carpet. They put that down yep. and smother it. Yep. But you need to cover it and then give it a feed over the top to help that that process of rotting and breaking down quickly. So, and and the the best way to plan a a wildflower meadow meadow is to plan it for at least a two-year process okay it's got to be be patient it's got to be a successional thing okay um you know so it's going to take a couple of years for that for that preparation to be done under the best conditions is there an alternative to having to wait for two years or whatever because you know not everyone wants to do that and having that sit there for a long time is going to drive me crazy isn't there a way of of maybe covering putting the the cardboard down and putting some um like some weed-free soil mixed down yeah that's and maybe the, and that's the that's the problem is, is getting a weed seed 
in weed a weed-free free, seed. Yeah. Weed-free soil mix. Yep. We should have a weed-free soil mix. Um, could you we could, find? You could use you could use something like a compost, yep. and and, I, and we keep on talking yeah. about Clyde compost. Yep. Yep. You could put that down over the top. Okay. Um, and then you, you you can then then sow your seeds. Yeah. Into that. Yeah. Um, so why so what, why can't we do that? Well, we can do that. Yeah, you can do that. Long. You can put your put your mulch down. Put your your cardboard down or your your newspaper down. A little bit of a different mulch over the top of that, and then put some compost on that over that again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what will happen is that the cardboard or the paper will rot underneath. It will smother the the grasses that are down below that. Mm. And by that time, the roots from the, the seeds that you've put in there have, have germinated and gone down through it okay. and anchored it. Fantastic. Another another method would be to rather than um, rather than just do it all with seeds would be to sow seeds and grow them into seedlings. I was going to ask you that. Yeah, next. and then and then plug those. Yeah, uh, and then seed around it. Yeah. Um, so have something sort of substantial something in there. Something substantial and then, there and then, that's, that's all going. Yeah, all yeah. going to work on that basis. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the the other thing is to when you're actually broadcasting your seeds, you don't just go out there and throw them everywhere. Yeah, no. you, you've got to sow them in, in patterns, and the general pattern would be an S shape, so a long S, mm. and then you would have a say a ten centimeter gap between the next S. Okay, and you sow those seeds into that into that compost or that that friable soil that you've got there that you've brought in or whatever else. And, and sow the seeds in those S, S shapes. Okay, when you right? say sow, you broadcast, you mean you broadcast, you're, you're no, still you're, you're sprinkling you're, them but in a shape. Yeah, and the, the, the best way to do it in actual fact is to mix those seeds with a dry sand. Yes. Which you can buy from, you know, from a, um, the big green warehouse, you yes. can buy sand. Yep. Um, and the, the actual um, method is, say, you would use 250 grams of seed with you know, a 0.5 of a kilo of, of sand. Mm-hmm. Therefore, say, um, anything up to up to 1.25 kilos for that. Okay. Um, the sowing rates of that are roughly eight to 900 seeds per square metre are the okay. recommended rates for the best possible coverage. So you need to m- measure your area out and then determine what variety, that you know, what sort of wildflower midair you want to create, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, corn, you know, corn flowers or... That's my next question, Keith. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the next question. <laughs> what sort of seeds do you suggest we choose? Um, you can choose lots and lots of types. You know, there's there's, there's wildflower mixes. Yes. Um, and and a lot of the a lot of the um, seed companies have got these already pre-prepared. Mm, so yeah. it's it's a it's a case of picking up the colours that you want to run with. You know, whether you want to go for a, a warm range of colours. So you know, col- Californian poppies and and normal poppies. Those sorts of colours will run really, really beautiful together, mm-hmm. or whether you want to go into the blue and the pink and the cool range. Mm. But they're they're already pre-packed and they're I pretty know. easy, pretty easy to get. I have seen various options such as bee and butterfly mix, yes. beneficial insect mix, cottage garden mix. Mm-hmm. So there is a massive variety of options. Yeah, so that's that's good. All right, and. and so you can do exotics, you can do natives. So there, yeah, there's there's so many out there mm-hmm. that you can choose from. Now, you suggested we do plant some in trays beforehand. So yeah. that's uh, giving that a couple, couple of months yeah. for yeah. that to happen. So should, we should do that. We should buy those, put um, them it, into pots, into exactly. the plugs or whatever, and then plant them in the ground and then do the, the and then broadcasting do the, and do the broadcasting the in that, that S-bend S yes. fashion yes. throughout the, throughout the, the garden. Okay. But it just – that – also protects 
the area, the, those bigger plants will protect and help colonise the other plants that you've, you've also put in there. So that will work you know, very, very effectively as well. Yeah. And so how long, if we're doing the shorter term method, do we really need to wait? We've put down the cardboard, we've put all our compost, we've done the mulch, all that. Yep. Oh, no, we shouldn't mulch on top of that compost. We shouldn't mulch when we're seeding, should we? When we're going you, to be... We could put the compost on top of the, yeah. on top of the mulch and the, the, oh, okay. the cardboard, yeah. But then when we're going to actually plant the seeds, we shouldn't mulch because that... No, that, no, no, you don't put... No, no. then no. you use, you use that, that sand mm. ratio mm. To, mm. to seed and then you just direct sow that in, in, into that into that compost okay. um, you know and one a, a great way of doing that s bend is to actually use a hose you, know, you just lay a hose out and then ah. push it down into the ground yeah. and then lift, it, lift up. it up so two of you lift it up and then you sow directly into that with the sand and soil mix and then you've got to you've got to then make sure that 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 is kept moist all the way through until you know germination has happened you don't want it to dry out because no. that'll be the end of the end of your uh, your project when should we be doing this? Autumn, autumn winter, autumn? autumn, autumn, and early spring are the two best times. Okay. What happens if you if you sow those seed those annual um, wildflower seeds in autumn? What will happen is that they will germinate and they will produce what's called a floret. So that's the the actual basal leaves. And then come winter time, they they will just go into a slight dormancy. Mm -hmm. So nothing's going to happen, but they've established themselves during that, that while there's still enough warmth in the ground, while there's still enough moisture in the ground, they've germinated and they you know they're ready to take off. As soon as spring hits, bang, they'll they'll just go crazy. Okay. Now you mentioned the the hose idea, which is very good. What about raking? Should we, if, if we could rake the area, make sure the area is reasonably flat. Use a rake to put. You know, little furrows. Furrows, thank you, yeah. that's the word. Or what about if we're working on a, on a slope? Can we do it on a slope? You can do it on a slope, but what, what you need to do on a slope is to go grooves. across the slope. Yes. Not up and down, but across the slope. So they don't run away. Yeah, so, you know, if you get a heavy shower of rain, after you've done that, it's all going to be, that's your wildflower meadow is going to be down the bottom. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that's probably another great reason for using um, seedlings yes. that you've grown, is to put those into a bank. Yeah, so then they're not going to uh, fall so over. So they're not going to fall over. Okay. What ongoing maintenance will be required once planting has been done? Apart um, just from regular watering. watering that's very, all. very light watering. Yeah, yeah just uh, you know they're they're pretty tough. They're annual plants, you know, so they're going to grow for one season, and then they're going to produce the seed heads. Mm. And once they've produced the seed heads and they've dried out, then you go in there with a brush cutter or a whipper snip or whatever you've got, and just slash it down to the ground. And those seeds will all fall down on the ground. You've then provided a mulch area for them to to, to germinate and keep moist. And bang away, they'll go in the following year. Self-seed, and yeah. then gonna, they'll, just, they'll just increase, just in, basically. They increase in size and numbers, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Should we be adding any liquid fertiliser or anything to once, once we've um, planted? No, not necessarily. I mean, most of the wildflowers actually come from arid areas, you know. Okay. Um, a lot of, lot of the prairie grasses and, and prairie wildflowers are actually from dry areas in America. You know, that's where they've been harvested from. Um, and... There's a very famous highland um, area in Manhattan over the old railway line where they, they actually did all that with wildflowers from out in the prairies. Yeah, you know, so useful. They're, they're, they're really hardy plants. You don't need to really worry about fertilising because okay. you, you've done all that preparation yep. to begin yep. with. You okay. Know. How do we keep the birds from stealing the seed, Keith? Um, 
Sure, I don't know. The area? Uh, well, <laughs> I, I don't think that's that's really going to be a problem. You know? okay. I really don't because, as I said, you're you're maintaining those seeds. You know, you're watching them dry out, and then you slash them and, and put them down to the ground, and and those seeds will fall down to the very very base. And I don't think the birds will have a you know much of a show with them. Okay. Um, we, you know, years ago when when I was at the Diggers Club, um, Yvette Jungworth um, did Birirong Ma along the the, the front oh. along the freeway which was just a total grass area yeah and she put a wildflower meadow in there where the the plants at the back were all um um sunflowers beautiful and it was just absolutely mm. magnificent mm. looked brilliant and it, and it just went for months and months and months it was just you know put a smile on your face going past it absolutely. it was just so pretty like Anna's art that we were talking with yes, Anna, who we were talking to yeah. earlier, and, um, and, that, and on the subject of Anna, um, her sister, who I did, um, I've designed her place down at Main Ridge. Yes, um, she's having a wildflower meadow in oh. her garden down oh. there, um, just next to the vineyard. Apart from the excitement of watching the wildflowers bloom, it will be so lovely to see the pollinators and wildlife come into the garden. It'll be gorgeous. Absolutely. We need to make sure not to use any pesticides, mm -hmm. which could harm the wildlife. Exactly. Okay. Now, to encourage more flowers the following season, we're going to be we're going to be self-seeding. But we, should we should we re-sow? Should we? You you actually you 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 will reassess that in in the autumn months. So, okay. those seeds that you slash down at the end of end of summer, if they're dried out, mm. in that they as long as they're getting moisture, those those seeds will germinate and they'll produce those florets as we we spoke about earlier. Mm. Um, and then you just look at the cover that you've got there and and then just reassess it, assess it at that stage. But then you know don't don't always just limit yourself to putting in an annual. Um, wildflower meadow you can add per perennials into that as well yeah. it means that you know they're going to be coming up for six seven years yeah. as permanent you know yeah. additions um, yeah. and then think about things like grasses mm. you know to, to really create a beautiful softness to that wildflower meadow as well and have that beautiful vertical emphasis of, yeah. of, of the you know the they world. act as the basis of the garden and then the uh, the, the wildflowers yeah. sort of Come up and Come just up. ping up through it. Yeah, sounds absolutely beautiful. I now understand that establishing a wildflower meadow will take some time, mm -hmm. not too long, and the results may not be immediate, but it will be so worth the effort once we see the garden in full bloom. I'm up for it. Who else is going to give it a try? Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.